Welcome to the Craft Brewery Financial Training Podcast, where we combine beer and numbers to provide you with tips, tactics, and strategies so that you can improve financial results in your brewery. I'm your host, Kerry Shumway, a CPA, CFO for a brewery, and a former CFO for a beer distributor. I've spent the last 20 years using finance to improve financial results in our beer business. Now I'm helping other craft breweries to do the same. Are you ready to take your brewery financial results to the next level? Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Craft Brewery Financial Training Podcast. My name is Kerry Shumway and I'll be your host. Today is a solo episode where I'm going to share with you some of my favorite business books, uh, brewery finance books, information that I found really helpful uh, and usable and profitable for our beer business. So the first book I'm going to share with you uh, is one that I read a long time ago, so it's a bit dated, but the concepts are timeless. And the book has a great title. It's called Cash Rules, and it's by Bill McGinnis. It's part of the Kipling, Kiplinger's Business Management Library. So it's Cash Rules, How to Learn and Manage the Seven Cash Flow Drivers for Your Company's Success. So what I have found is that most businesses, most brewery owners and managers will run uh, monthly financial statements that include the income statement and the balance sheet and then some reports. And the cash flow statement is not typically one that gets run. And this is for a number of reasons. One, um, it's most accounting software just doesn't handle it very well for some reason. And Secondly, it's not really well understood in terms of it's a very obvious sounding statement, a statement of cash flows, but when you actually get into reading it, you're like, mm, what do I do with this thing? You know, I, what is this actually telling me? So what I've found is that of the big three financial statements, the cash flow statement, uh, unfortunate as it is, tends to be orphaned and not looked at very much. So rather than get into why we should run one and how we do it, we're going to cut to the chase. And as it relates to this book, Cash Rules, we're just going to dig into the practical ways to manage cash flow drivers in your business. So as the book title says, there's seven cash flow drivers, according to the author, the first of which is is uh, sales. So basically, sales is a cash flow driver. The next is our gross margins. And the next is operating expenses, otherwise known as SG&A, sales, general, and administrative expenses. So those first three are on the income statement, those three first three cash flow drivers. The next cash flow drivers are accounts receivable, inventory accounts payable, and capital expenditures. So generally, these are balance sheet items. So accounts receivable, obviously, that's money that's due to us from our customers. And one thing that how that impacts cash, you know, sales, margins, and operating expenses. I think we understand pretty clearly how those influence cash. Accounts receivable, once we make the sale, we have to collect it. So it's affecting cash to the extent that these are sales that we're not not yet collected the cash for. So really having a good, aggressive system to manage and monitor your accounts receivable is super important. Inventory, likewise, you know, when we invest in inventory, we're using cash, cash flow to do so. So managing inventory, whether that's good a good cycle count process, uh, proper costing and cost flow assumptions, 
uh, super important as well. And accounts payable, that's money that's going out of the business. We really want to make sure that we've got a good system there uh, so that we're not paying folks too early and certainly not paying suppliers too late. We want to stay in everyone's good graces. And lastly is capital expenditures. So these are essentially the big ticket items that we need for our brewery, whether it's new tanks, kegs, warehouse equipment, and things of that nature. So really having a good system to plan when you're going to make those capital expenditures, um, how much it's going to cost, making sure you've at least attempted to do a simplified uh, return on investment calculation. So if we're going to invest in these capital expenditures, what do we intend to get back? Is there a financial return and things of that nature? So really just controlling that whole system. So again, the first, one of my one of my favorite books is called Cash Rules by Bill McGinnis. Uh, it talks about the seven cash flow drivers, sales, margins, operating expenses, accounts receivable, inventory, accounts payable, and capital expenditures. Now, I've sort of taken this information and applied it in our business, specifically for our brewery. And I've modified some of these, essentially the same, but I've modified some of these cash flow drivers. And if you'd like to check this out, I have a course, it's called The Ultimate Guide to Cash Flow for Breweries. And that can be found at craftbrewerryfinancialtraining.com. So you can just jump on there, check that out. And it takes the concepts of how to measure and manage your cash flow by looking at these cash flow drivers. So check it out, Cash Rules by Bill McGinnis, or the online course, The Ultimate Guide to Cash Flow for Breweries at Craft Brewery Financial Training. The next book I want to share with you is The 80-20 Principle by Richard Koch. So The 80-20 Principle, the book is subtitled The Secret to Success by Achieving More with Less. So no doubt you've heard of The 80-20 Principle, The Pareto Principle. Uh, Essentially what it means is that 80% of results come from 20% of efforts or inputs. 20% 20% of, there's 20% of what you do that really makes 80% of the difference. And of course, the challenge is, which 20% is that? If I'm spending 100% of my day doing stuff, only 20% actually accounts for 80%. I'd like to know how to find what that 20% is, because then I maybe don't have to work 100% of the time, or I can really leverage, double down on those activities that are really making a difference. So the concept is really cool. And there's lots of different examples of how the 80-20 principle kind of plays out in the universe and in business. And uh, really the way that I've used this in a beer business is I've applied the 80-20 principle to two specific aspects. One is customers and the other is products. So for example, if you take all of your customers and line them up uh, top to bottom by, say, sales volume for the last 12 months... What you will generally find is that 80% of your sales revenue comes from 20% of your customers. Now, sometimes it's more radical than that. Maybe it's 90% of your sales revenue come from 10% of your customers. The point is it's usually very much out of balance, where a small number of customers creates a very disproportionately large number of sales. So that's interesting. What do you do with it? Uh, One thing to do with it is to say, Well, if I've got 100 customers and these 12 are accounting for 85% of my business, one thing I could consider doing is 
assessing how much time I'm spending in those accounts versus the other. So for example, am I spending proportionately more time in accounts 1 through 12 than I am in accounts, say, 90 through 100? Sometimes the answer will surprise you. Sometimes you'll see that you're spreading your time, your effort, um, more or less equally. Maybe not always. But that's one thing to consider is, all right, do you have this uh, 80-20 principle, 90-10 principle occurring in your business? You probably do. Are you aware of it? You might be on a general level. But I think the exercise is very interesting to run. And then you can ask some questions and say, all right, well, I've identified 20% or 10% of my accounts that make a huge difference in my business. What can I do uh, to grow sales within those uh, retail accounts in, in those customers. Uh, can I spend more time there? Um, it's really just a brainstorming exercise. So it kind of shines a light on, hey, here's an opportunity. Take a look. You can also do this with your products. So whether it's your brands or do it by SKU, uh, line them up uh, top to bottom. Uh, what brands are you selling? So do that last 12-month look. What are your top sellers? What are your bottom sellers? And you'll likely notice the same phenomenon where 20% of your products account for 80% of your sales revenue. And there again, sometimes it might be 10% of your products contribute 90% of your sales volume. So what do you do here? One thing to think about how I've used this is to consider the impact um, on cash flow relative to inventory. So if we have a lot of products, again, let's say we've got 20 different products, 10, 20 different uh, brands that we're selling. And let's just say the top three or four brands really account for 80 to 90% of our revenue, which is fairly common. The bottom three or four maybe contribute just a couple percentage points. How much money are we investing in inventory relative to those bottom products? So if there's specific packaging that we're carrying, you know, how much inventory is sitting there that we've invested dollars in cash flow that we might need to consider? Do we want to continue with that particular brand and that particular package. So that's one thing to think about is how many dollars are invested for not much sales return. So you can go on and on with this. The book is fantastic. It's lots of examples. Um, those are just two ways uh, that you can use it. Use it right away in your business. Look at your customers, rank them top to bottom in terms of sales, and see if you have this 80-20 phenomenon going on. Look at your brands, your products, rank them top to bottom, and see what whether it comes out as 80-20. And then do something with the information, because I think that's really important. It's it's interesting to see this stuff, uh, but really we're not, we're not going for interesting. We really want to find out how do we use this principle, this concept, uh, to improve results, financial results in our beer business. So that's the 80-20 principle by Richard Koch. The Secret to Success by Achieving More with Less. And don't we all want to do that? The last book I'm going to share with you today is called Financing the Small Business by Robert Sisson. It's a complete guide to obtaining bank loans and all other types of financing. So I know it might sound a little boring, uh, but financing and having a financing strategy is super important for your business. You know, we've certainly seen it. Uh, when we have a, a significant downturn, uh, such as the pandemic that we're in right now, having good access to capital is critical to stay in business. And the flip side is true as well. If we get opportunities to expand, uh, 
acquire another brewery perhaps or get just simply expand our equipment so we can keep up with market demand and keep up with production. A good financing strategy is super important. So this book covers a lot of different topics, really how to approach banks, how to create loan proposals, how banks go about making loan decisions, uh, how to look at non-bank lending sources, venture capitalists, angel investors, and other alternatives such as this. So what I see a lot is folks wait until they have a real need to get a loan and then it's a bit of a fire drill to try to get the loan approval and get the loan funding. And they lo- they learn a lot in the process. It could be quite painful. So really doing some research in advance, you know, checking out this book and scanning uh, some of those topics, planning in advance, uh, and really trying to be thoughtful about what your business strategy is so that you can create that financing strategy so you're not scrambling at the last minute uh, to try to go and, you know, what what bank do I go to and so forth. Just like in any business, relationships are super important. And uh, I just really advocate for you know, getting to know your lender uh, before you actually need to ask them for money. And now we're in the beer business. They love beer, generally. Uh, so invite them into the tap room. And these days we'll be sitting outside. Um, but it's a great way to Start the relationship with with really low stakes. Maybe you don't need money right now. You're thinking about it in the future. Um, So starting that relationship process now is super important. So the book is called Financing the Small Business by Robert Sisson. Definitely recommend you pick it up. Um, I think it's a pretty easy read. I I think the title is fairly dense. You certainly don't have to go cover to cover, uh, but you could walk through, pick the chapters that make sense you know, understanding banks, popular misconceptions about them, you know, really how they approve loans, I think is important because uh, oftentimes we'll we'll meet with our loan officer, our banker, and they're not making the final decision. You know, they've got a boss and maybe there's a loan committee. So understanding how that process works can be super helpful so you can build relationships with the right people. And by and large, the bankers love to introduce you particularly uh, with breweries. They love to introduce you to other members of the bank. Um, And again, the taproom is a great place to do that. So the book covers the different types of loans that are out there. Uh, The six C's of commercial lending. You may have heard of this term, the six C's. So that's character, cash flow, capital, collateral, capacity, and conditions. Sounds a little old school, and it kind of is, but these still are applicable. And character, your character, building that relationship um, is the first C, and it's and it certainly is the most important one. So I would recommend checking out the book, Financing the Small Business by Robert Sisson. Uh, in addition, or uh, an alternative is the Craft Brewery Financial Training Crash Course. Um, I've got about an hour video and a bunch of different downloads where I talk about how to create a financing strategy for your brewery. And we get into, uh, you know, looking at model uh, loan templates that other breweries might use. We talk a lot about um, financial covenants, you know, what those are and how do you want to keep track of those. So we talk a bit about uh, debt service calculations, um, basically our uh, debt to net worth. So we're looking at different financial covenants, different financial promises that we make to the bank 
how those calculations work and how we can keep on top of them. So either or both of those uh, for information for your brewery on financing a small business, financing your business, I think are pretty solid resources. So that does it for today's episode. Just to recap our three books that we covered, Cash Rules by Bill McGinnis. Definitely check that thing out. The Seven Cash Flow Drivers, Sales, Margins, and Operating Expenses, Accounts Receivable, Inventory Accounts Payable, and Capital Expenditures. Really having a good plan to measure and monitor those. And again, you can check out the online course at Craft Brewery Financial Training, which is the ultimate guide to cash flow for craft breweries. Next was the 80-20 Principle, one of my favorite books of all time by Richard Koch. And you can start with this by looking at your customers, looking at your products, and seeing if the 80-20 Principle applies in your business. And uh, here's a spoiler alert, it does. And then really, how can you use that information to drive financial results? And then financing the small business, uh, really getting a financing strategy for your brewery for good times for bad times can make a really big difference. So thank you for listening. Check out the books. And until next time, get out there and improve financial results in your craft brewery today. Thank you for listening to the Craft Brewery Financial Training Podcast, where we combine beer and numbers so that you can improve financial results in your brewery. For more resources, tools, guides, and online courses, visit craftbreweryfinancialtraining.com. And don't forget to sign up for the world-famous craft brewery financial training newsletter until next time get out there and improve financial results in your brewery today